Welcome everybody to the cast from the coast. My name is Adam Miles and I'm joined as always by Josh Lambert and Tim Johnson. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we have an amazing special guest for you. Everybody, please welcome the amazing Felissa Rose. you very much i know it's been a little bit of a, a situation trying to get you onto the show just because i mean everybody's so busy with everything going on you are absolutely killing it with your career right now like the the amount of movies and stuff that you're putting out oh. it's 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 crazy it's crazy been looking at your um your uh, your imdb for your your current production and post-production stuff so much on the go absolutely <laughs> so much on the go Oh, well, I'm grateful for it. I mean, it's it's exciting. And, you know, I as I always say, I love the genre so much. And I just feel really um, just so thankful to be working. Oh, yeah. So super Absolutely. cool. Is there anything I mean, what a nun's curse just hit video on demand. So, yeah. so, so we're yes. seeing that being pushed. That's yeah. great. Anybody out there in the horror land, please check that out. You know, support, support, support. But I got to ask, is there anything that you're currently looking forward to, like on the plate, like beyond Nun's Curse, which just hit, that you can't wait for anybody just to say, this is my next favorite project. And I, I know that's a hard thing to choose, but what, what is the next big thing? <laughs> Every director is stopping me. Everyone's going to be like, you didn't mention this. <laughs> um, I'm super excited about a movie I just wrapped in February called Scream Test. And... I know it's a stretch, but I play a B-movie actress. Whoa. Um, opposite Dade Sheridan, you know, Doofy from Scary Movie, and Vincent Ward from The Walking Dead. We had a blast. We filmed in Florida. And I just have to say, it was really fun playing that uh, because there was like a movie within the movie. So I got to play, act in the movie, and then play this diva. Nice. I know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh. So that was really fun. And I have a big creature feature coming out called um, Big Freaking Rat. So I'm excited about that, too. Okay. You, you just absolutely piqued Josh's interest. Josh takes everything that has to do with what you could potentially consider corny, just from the name, and and cheesy, whatever. Josh is all over that. So Big Freaking Rat? Big Freaking big Rat. Freaking Rat. Tell me there's some crazy practical effects with a giant rat. The, it, all practical effects. Oh, the yes. Rat, 
is insane, created by none other than one of my favorite effects guys, Joe Castro. And I don't want to say anything about my character, but I definitely have an encounter with the rat that is very exciting. Oh, totally. <laughs> Totally excited fun. for that. Oh, you yeah. know what? And I never even noticed that one on the list by any means. So, like, it was just so many on the list. I was trying to go through them going, look at everything here. I just, you know what? I'm excited for big freaking rat now. This is going to be great. I am intrigued. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent. That's fine. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, and on top of what you're doing with the movies, you, you also co-host uh, a web show and podcast for Fangoria with Tiffany and Kane casualty yes. fridays how's that going you just finished like casualty a second season for it we did we just uh we finished second season and i have to say you know working alongside those two as the three of you know it's it's so fun just the back and forth the banter the um tiffany likened us to siblings so she said she's the eldest which is funny because she's really the youngest but she's the oldest because she navigates the road, she leads us, she has her head on straight. Kane is the middle, rebellious, like we can't wrangle him, breaks all the rules, no boundaries, just, you know, all, all the crazy stuff of the middle child. And I'm the youngest. She said, everyone, oh, loves Felissa, it does whatever Felissa wants. <laughs> See, our problem is we're all the redheaded stepchildren. <laughs> we just, yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. It's so fun working with two of your closest friends, you know. It doesn't get better than that. And I love the topics and we just go off on a rant and it's it's great to be in that room and we just we just go off. So it's, it's a good time. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, it, the big thing is too is that with everything going on, I mean, there was a lull. So you did the ever so infamous and and one of our favorite movies, Sleepaway Camp. And then there was nothing for years. And then all of a sudden you just, you popped back onto the scene and just skyrocketed up again. And, and you became absolutely like pinnacle B movie actress and, and, and getting the roles and everybody loves to see Felissa Rose out there. And we're, we're happy to see you back out there. So like what happened in that time period, you just kind of took a break from everything. Did your growing up and then just decided to get back into it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I mean, you know, just I appreciate all of those kind words. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I was only in eighth grade when I did Sleepaway Camp. So I was super young and really I wasn't getting any work. I mean, it's funny. Somebody just asked me on Twitter, like, what happened? Why, why weren't there any movies? And I just didn't get cast in anything. I did a lot of theater in New York. I did a lot of commercials and, and that was it, you know, really kind of stopped. So I went to college. I didn't do sleepaway camp two and three. I did, you know, I went right to school and I studied. And, you know, I think that was great because I really learned the craft. And then after that, um, when the internet came about, <laughs> so old, um, <laughs> people were like making websites de dedicated to sleepaway camp. And from there it was like, boom, I found out that other horror directors were like, come act, come be in my movie. And so, you know, the love of the genre and and working um, as an actor really sort of um, was on full blast. But then I had my kids and then my husband said, now you should really produce. And we talked about that. And and that's when you know, I started producing. So it's kind of like just an ever growing love. And I'm, I'm happy with 
with how it's going. So yay, very Absolutely. grateful. Absolutely, Josh, you had a quick question following up on uh, from like sleepaway camp and stuff. Do you remember that? Do you have that question? I want you to yeah. ask that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you filmed it. You were like thirteen. You said right? Like yeah. uh, that is insane. What is it like filming a cult classic that you literally weren't even of age to go watch? Like, <laughs> so your mom's on set with you, I assume, mm. quite a bit, monitoring, making sure you're, you're not doing anything that's going to scare you for life. <laughs> right. right. And it was it's, 82. Uh, it was 82. We got away with a lot. Right. Um, it just seems so surreal that you could have, uh, at that point, a 13-year-old actress being able to do what you did yeah you know it's like I, I i at that time i think it was more for my mom like my mom i think if i really think about it you know what did i know at 12 13 it was like oh cool like making a movie this is great and um she's just a lunatic like a stage mother and once i got the part she was with me the entire time but for me it was like just going to camp Right. You know, it was like I was really at sleepaway camp. I mean, here I was with all these other kids who were a little bit older. They were like 16, 17. And uh, ooh, sorry, Maya. And basically what happened was um, I did what everybody else did at camp. I, uh, you know, made out with boys. My kids are here. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we were boating and we were, you know, playing sports and it was just a great time but it wasn't until the movie came out I took my whole eighth grade class to see the film and I was like what the <laughs> is that <laughs> holy is that really <laughs> excellent I'm still out <laughs> brilliant brilliant uh, and it's still, it's still like. Oh man, that's hilarious! That's hilarious. Uh, so, right in the middle of this here, before we go any further, I gotta leave the floor to my good friend Tim here for a second because there, there's there's one thing Tim would like to do tonight. He'd he'd like to kind of talk to you for a second about this. So, Tim, the floor is yours. Okay, so. I'm a, a huge fan of Sleepaway Camp. Huge oh, fan. I didn't I didn't fan. see it I didn't see it until probably 93, so I was 14, 15 when I saw it. And like, you know, it was kind of like one of those taboo you shouldn't watch this this movie. Whatever. I love horror movies. I'll watch it. I don't care. And I'm watching it, and, you know, the basic premise, it's setting up, it's at a, a camp, and it's got kind of Friday the 13th vibes, and the I, I'm loving it. Very much yeah. like the burn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, we're introduced to your character, and I'm like, oh, Angela, she's she's adorable, and, like, she's, she's quiet, and all this kind of stuff, and, uh, you know... You don't talk through the whole thing, and then all of a sudden you talk, and it's like, oh, she's adorable. And then the movie yeah. goes on, and you're the killer. <laughs> so, and then the ending happens, and this movie scarred me so bad that I forgot <laughs> I watched it, okay? I forgot I watched it. Fast forward to 2013, and you're, you were up here in Nova Scotia for Summer Fear. 
you were one of the guests. And at that time, I had a booth and I was selling uh, zombie pinup stuff. And didn't really realize, you know, who was the whatever. I was just there to, you know, make money. So I had a little downtime and I was like, oh, I'm going to go see the guest. And Felissa Rose, sleepaway camp. And all those repressed memories came back. <laughs> and I was absolutely terrified of you. <laughs> absolutely. I was like, well, it was 2013. I was like, you know, 35 years old. And you, 13-year-old you struck right to 14 year old me i was terrified i wanted to come out i was going to get my signature every no i was terrified oh, turn around walk so back to my damn. booth damn, I'm, I'm not sorry okay <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just a testament to how like you it was your portrayal was um like it was amazing it was amazing it was amazing and the 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 funny thing is is that uh the three of us watched watched it recently and that that movie still gets me like that last scene with the look and like yeah good job <laughs> you. and i really appreciate that because it's hard you know you you do your work like you're doing your work and you never really know what how it will be embraced or what people really think and you know you put your art out there especially people have their opinions and that's perfectly fine i you know um you could love it you could hate it but so when I hear this, that it really struck you, I, uh, it, it means a lot to me. Oh, it really does. There's, I, I watch horror movies all the time. I am absolutely obsessed with horror movies. And the list of how many actually get to me is very small. And this movie got to me so bad that I forgot I watched it. And then I'm re-watching it going, oh my god, that's the ending. Oh my God, that's what happens. And yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those horror movies that it just, it didn't stop, so. No, it's it, crazy it, because I think it, you know, obviously the ending is definitely shocking and crazy and weird because the way they set it up with Angela being so shy and definitely sweet and vulnerable. And I think we all relate because it, as a teen, we all have our insecurities during adolescence and certainly we feel awkward. So we relate to her greatly. And then, you know, suddenly she has this grand secret that's like hits you over the head very, you know, um, impactfully. Like you just, hmm. I think, you know, obviously when I saw it, it was a different experience. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> I mean, I was there for the scene, but I didn't know what it would look like in a theater on the big, you know, on the big screen, it looked, yeah. Yeah. So when you, when you when you did it, like, did you uh, obviously you read the script, but like, did you realize what this this was like? When it was no. all put together. You know what I mean? No, I really didn't. Especially because um, you make a movie where you know it's a few pages at a time, a scene or two. So you know, I'm laughing in between. I really, and it was my first movie, so I had no idea. I'm a kid, I'm just playing. I'm, you know, not really sure what's going on. I knew what the ending was. I was there, the close-ups are my face. I was covered in blood. Um, but it, I didn't know anything about the difference between making a movie and watching a movie. Mm. So certainly when I saw it for the first time with my parents and my friends, and I was like struck, like what in the, 
The first penis I saw was my <laughs> Brilliantly put. Brilliantly put. You know, it's like scary, but it was it was a lot of fun. And and Sleepaway Camp is the fabric of my life. I mean, I my husband was a big fan. We met because of it. He was in a band called CPY. Yep. And from that band he had put the Angela face on his shirt and his CD and his guitar. So it gave me a professional career, a personal career. So forever grateful. Like there's not enough times that I could say how tremendous my gratitude is just to work in the genre and have done, having done that film means everything. And speaking with you, it just, Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And and I mean, and and it's had a profound impact. Like when Tim was talking about, the, the Summer Fear Festival in 2013 when you came to Nova Scotia, I actually helped to MC that event with uh, Richard Duggan. So I, the previous year, Kane Hodder was there. The year before that, it was Gunnar Hansen. Uh, Don Shanks and Steve Dash were there after you too. But that was the year when you were there that I, I met Tim because he was selling his wares there and I was emceeing the event. I'd never met Tim before and he lives in a different part of the province than me. And we just, we hit it off and it was all things horror. And it was like, it was one of those great experiences. And I got my picture with me standing beside you and you're doing the infamous face. And, and it's like, yay. You know what I mean? So horror brings the community together, you know, and, and meeting wonderful celebrities such as yourself. It's just nonstop. I'm a huge fan of the genre, so I get so stupid when I'm at conventions. Half the time I can't even go over to the people I love because I get really shy and weird. But um, even meeting Kane like 10 years ago was like a trip for Mm. me. Um, Mm. Meeting Adam Green, I like Joe Bob Briggs, so many people who I just adore. And it's, you know, like, I'm a freak. Forgive my my dogs. <laughs> the hazards of being home during quarantine. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Greetings from Tromaville. I'm Lloyd Kaufman, president of Troma Entertainment and creator of the Toxic Avenger. You know, folks, when we're not making those great movies like Tromeo and Juliet and Return to Return to Nukemai, aka Volume Two. The Troma team and I like to kick back and, and, and listen to They Cast from the Coast. They Cast from the Coast is, is really the best entertainment, the best education, and the best emotional liberation that uh, uh, Lloyd Kaufman can p- possibly experience. Thank you. Um, and you know, you brought up a really good point there earlier. Uh, you married into metal royalty. Oh my God, he's right here. No he's way. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. I think he did. I have to. will have to cut. Oh, it's all good. But I mean, this is it. It just it plays to some of the projects that you have been producing uh, with uh, with your productions. Um, you were you produced the Slayer, you know, Repentless Killogy. Mm-hmm. which is 
And that was really because of my husband. Yeah, like it's it's incredible. Like, you yeah. know, with, with everything that's going on, you, you branch out so wonderfully into this. And I remember following you on, on Twitter and and, uh, and Facebook and seeing Slayer appear in my feed all of a sudden. I'm like, no way, this is incredible. And the videos were amazing. And just it, it's it's been incredible to see you flourish like this is, I guess, what I'm getting at here. So. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's because of Darren. I mean, Darren was with that the same label, Nuclear Blast, and uh, they were telling him that they wanted to uh, make some videos for Slayer or make one video. And he said, oh, talk to my wife. He was pushing me like, oh, she's a producer. I'm like, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, can you really make a horror movie? And I'm like, yeah, we'll bring in all our friends. And, you know, that's how we brought in, like, the, the cast just calling friends. Hey, you want to come play? You want to come to the set? You want to? And uh, that was fun. Repentless, the first oh, yeah. one in yeah. the prison. That was like a dream. Absolutely. Quite, quite the list of friends and cast. You just calling up people. I mean, it had like everybody: Danny Trejo and Derek Mears and Tyler Maine. Oh, it's like yeah, yeah. Tyler Maine, Vernon Wells, Sean Wellen, oh, Tony yeah. Moran. Yeah, it was super cool. Oh, can you call Lola? She's <laughs> see it <at> night. <laughs> One kid's calling oh. me from down the street. It's all good. It's all good. Crazy. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave the floor here for if Josh and Tim have any other questions or anything that they want to gush further about because I'm, I'm gushing. I'm fan yeah. here. So, Josh, you got something else? <laughs> I just want to talk about how this film was made. Like, this film, I've watched a couple documentaries on it, and it seems like it was so unorthodox it was almost doomed to fail, and yet somehow all came together. The director just had this strange way of – of, of casting, of, of, of interviewing the, the different people that they were going to use to cast, the, the techniques, and then just instead of getting a bunch of 26-year-olds that look young, you get a bunch of 16, 15-year-olds and send them in a camp, and you get, uh, imagine that, you get a re realistic view of what a camp is like. It's true, yeah. I know, we didn't even read from a script. When he auditioned us, we did improv, so yeah. he had me come in the room and he wanted me to just stare and he said, eat a candy bar. And I was like, oh, okay, you know. So I thought I would be funny. And I was like eating the candy bar and picking my teeth and trying to be, little did I know this this was not a funny role. This was not comedy. <laughs> um, but he and I connected, Robert, and I had a really nice relationship from the very beginning. Um, I actually walked out of the first audition and said, oh my God, I think I got this part. And my mom was like, yeah, okay. Um, and then they called me back and that's when they told my mom about the ending, would it be okay? And, um, you know, we had to do a scene, an improv scene in front of the producers. Well, I had to just pretend that I was like hanging out with a boyfriend and I thought, oh, this is fun. Cause you know, I'm 12 at the time. I'm like, Ooh, I like boys. Oh, Ooh, this is fun. It just all seemed fun. It didn't seem like anything other than legit you know authentically being played out kids camp the sun you know riding the boats. <laughs> that's one of the reasons why this movie i think reached cult status honestly other than just the ending the fact that when you watch it it doesn't feel scripted it almost just feels like you're filming a bunch of kids at camp yeah. mind you there's a murderer happening but... <laughs> yeah especially right. the baseball scene it's yeah. like and it was all scripted the whole yeah. movie we were, you know, we were on, you know, on the page. So it was all, 
to put things into perspective, we're coming up on a hundred episodes, and Sleepaway <laughs> Camp is one of only two movies that I've reviewed that I've given the highest rating to. Oh my gosh! Thank you, and I so appreciate that. I mean, I know it's like a cheesy '80s, like we love oh, the best kind, though. We all talk like this. Yeah, it's the best kind, though. That that that's that's what gets you. Josh actually has a very strict yeah. list of of. Uh, I don't even want to call them movie morals. They're just code. It's a code of things that a movie has to follow. Code of horror. And he literally made him sit there and and justify every single item on his list to make sure that he gave it the proper. And he goes through it. He goes, "That's it. That means this is like the perfect movie to me." Shit, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta rate this at X. Rated X for excellent. (laughs) Wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, to me, it's like a comedy now. You know, you can watch it, and it's hilarious. Awkwardly yeah, hilarious so... in some cases, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Really, really. I know. It's fun when I have to explain it to my kids, you know. <laughs> my son is 10, and he's like, Mom, why are you always talking about your dad? You know, like, well, <laughs> it's a pretty cool penis, okay? <laughs> you'll understand one day, son. You'll, you'll understand one day. <laughs> Even my, my poor daughters are like, uh, always rolling their eyes at me like, uh, this one and her penis. <laughs> this one uh, and her penis. And her penis, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Oh, man. So funny. Right, Tim, do you have anything else? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, so you said you're a fan of horror movies. Yeah. And you're stuck at home. What are you going to watch? Well, we did, um, my husband and I have been watching what we have on VHS that has not been put on uh, DVD or Blu-ray. We were doing Silent Madness, um, The Dorm That Drip Blood, um, I think Dolls was one of them. Um, So we were going through like some oldies, but goodies. um, And then, you know, a lot of like kind of standards that we love. We both love The Strangers. I'm like a big home invasion. Oh, I love that movie so much. I and the simplicity. Yep. Oh yeah. It's so masterfully perfect. Um, I love that movie. Like I'm a little obsessed with that movie. I love funny games. If you like home mm. invasion, I love funny ga- games. Funny the, games was good. The American because I'm also a big Naomi Watts fan and her performance in that is riveting. Like the arc yep. in that movie is crazy. And then like, you know, Halloween, the new Halloween, we just watched the other night, uh, Ma, um, you know, we go through and we just kind of decide like, uh, we actually just watched a nun's curse together the other night. We got completely trashed. <laughs> My kids are like, Oh God. Um, eight, Adrian King sent us some wine. So we've been drinking like bottles of wine nice. a night and we watched Don's Curse. So Darren had a lot to say about it. He uh, He's a funny, he, it's funny to watch with him because he's such a hardcore critic. Like I watch every movie and I love pretty much everything about it. If you get, if you can get a movie made, holy shit. Like yeah. that's incredible. It's like trying to walk to the moon. It really is. It's, it's staggering. You know, it's just really quite a feat. So, um, but he's like, oh, what about, well, how come you didn't do that? How come? And I'm like, just, <laughs> but he loved, the lo- he loved the cast, he loved the location, and he loved the ending. Mm. So that was good. Nice. Nice. Okay. And he liked my makeup. And my makeup was pretty cool. Done by Sean Crumbolts and Tony Rosen. <clears throat> and Tony created the Annabelle doll. So that's, 
That's cool. Yeah, very cool. So, yeah. <clears throat> very cool. I mean, the tra the trailer's been promoted all over Facebook, so, you know, people, check out the trailer, check out the VOD, you know, get that rented, yeah. get that looked at, for sure. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, and even just supporting any indie mm -hmm. horror, like, everybody, all my friends, oh, I just watched Porno. Oh, yeah, the one, mm -hmm. I haven't seen Not it yet, yet, the one, the fangory. That's the one I linked you to. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm a little obsessed. Because it's different. First of all, it takes place in '92. Like you know, that's an interesting, um, you know, time to make to set a film. And mm. the, I love the whole idea of the of them working in the movie theater, and it was just really good. And I, you know, I hate to spoil it, but holy crap, that the effects in that movie! Wow, I can appreciate. There's a lot of dick. In that film. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, wow, they really just. No pun intended. They were like balls to the wall. That <laughs> I had to moderate that panel. I was like, holy crap with the dick in this film. Whoa. I'm like, you guys get the award. You get the, the mangled dick award. Uh, I, I remember that when you did the live QA and the panel on, uh, on like Facebook live for Fangoria and stuff. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was good. I couldn't get over the penis in that film. <laughs> Oh, man. So, so if you're looking for not, a movie I'm with good like penis porno. in it, porno, porno. Great, great cast. I'm in love with the cast. I'm in love with the director. Please check out porno. I have nothing to do with it other than I love. I'm a fan, and that's how I am. Like I was a huge Hatchet fan. I was just like, oh my god, Adam Green can't do anything wrong. I love him. God, it would be a dream, you know, to even meet him. And you know, I just that was like. I'm still, I'm still flying high. I'm on cloud nine, having done Victor. Oh, Valley. absolutely. It was, it was probably, you know, besides Angela, it's my, it's my other favorite character. Is how you yeah, portrayed. I agree. You, you were, you were, you, yeah. It, you, it and good. the best part was <laughs> the whole thing that it was a surprise movie. As soon as it was like announced, I was like, and Felissa's in it. This is incredible. And it was, it never disappointed at all. Oh, I'm so glad we had so much fun making that and. We did a reading at his studio like a couple of weeks before we filmed and just going through, I, I, some of my lines are hilarious. Like I get migraines when I do stuff. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, I really wrote it with you in mind. I'm like, am I like the biggest, <laughs> the biggest New York idiot? Like, do you want Vicodin? Yeah, I love it when you pull out the you box. Know? It's just like, it's like, what do you need? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a, a rainbow of pills. I'm like, that was the first scene we shot. And I was like, I don't even know how to pronounce half this shit. Like, dilated. I was like, is there a pill expert on this? It was so fun working with that cast. It was really great. Q, I, I'm a huge Impractical mm. Jokers fan. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love Q. He's, he's so oh. great. Fun cast. Yep. Tiffany Shepard, my bestie. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Well, she's a riot. Yeah, your leader, leader, your leader. So, I. She's a leader, man. We, Kane and I, call ourselves Dumb and Dumber. We're like, <laughs> if, if we didn't have tips, we'd be fucked. Because <laughs> she's like always reeling us in. We're like, wait, can we get drinks? She's like, shut up. We're doing the podcast. We're like. Does anybody have a bottle of vodka for us? <laughs> just like, yeah, just, you know, 
get it together. Oh, uh, yeah. So where, where do you film Casualty Fridays to? Is it like just like some studio space you rent or? We, well, we did um, season one in Dallas. We were at the Fangoria offices. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then we did season two in L.A. Um, at, at someone's studio. Um, and, you know, if there's season three, um, you know, who knows where it'll be. Mm, I like that. I like that. <laughs> it's too fun. And Kane <clears throat> especially is telling stories. He said, like, he's never he's never told some of these stories. So that's that's even, you know, exciting for us to hear. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, you don't want to become redundant or repetitive with kind of telling. Like, we've heard a lot of stuff. But, yeah, it's interesting to hear what he has now on the uh, I'll tell you, it's one story I haven't heard him tell on the actual podcast, but uh, did he ever tell you the story about when he came to Nova Scotia and showed up at the uh, the motel where he was staying, the train motel? No. no. Okay, I'm not even going to say anything. You need to ask him the story about when he showed up. It was like 1 o'clock in the morning at just the motel. Just tell it. Just tell Scotia. it. I'm sure everybody on the, the show, just <laughs> say it. Just say it. It's a funny story. Well, well, he'll tell it better, guaranteed, but apparently it was like one o'clock in the morning. They had just gotten in from Halifax to drive all the way up to Tadamagouche, and it was the onside. I think you stayed in it, too. It was like a train. I did, and I got yeah. in in the morning. Yeah, so he gets in, and they give him the key to his room, and he goes, and he got up to, like, the train box, and the door was unlocked and he walked in and he turned on the light and there was a couple in bed <laughs> and they jump up and they're screaming. Here's Kane Hodder standing in the damn doorway staring <laughs> at them at like 1, 1 30 in the morning, in the morning. <laughs> whatever. And, and they damn near shit themselves. And apparently he was just like, sorry, turn off the lights and just turned around, <laughs> realized he was one train thing over something like this. And the people were not even there for the convention the next day. They were just like this couple that was like couple spending the random them. night there. That's crazy. I think my train that was only one, uh, one room. Yeah, there was there was um, the, the way that they had it set up. Like each train box is like one room basically, and then there was like you know on the other side and everything else. But yeah, that was that, so you... fun. I love being there. <laughs> it was it was a blast it was a blast it's uh, oh, it's nice. it's a fun place and richard was a good guy for putting it on so we were we always had fun so we're looking forward do to you more still like do that it future, do you still mm-hmm. have that unfortunately yeah. not uh he, a couple of years ago it just became harder and harder to find people to come down and uh, with the economy uh-huh. kind of crashing the way that it was so maybe yeah. one day it'll kick back off and we'll see felissa rose back uh-huh. in Scotia again maybe you never I'm, know Casualty Friday will come. Oh, we'll get the well. If things kick off, then you know maybe it might be you know some sort of like a collaboration, and we get you know that's Casualty Friday down here, and they cast from the coast, and everybody else will do panels. That'd be great. That'd be great. That would be so cool. So, open floor for anything else. Josh, Tim, do you have anything else to ask? Uh, Uh. No, know, you, just, you just want to gush. You just want to say more. I know. I know. <laughs> no coherent words. Yeah, no All coherent right. words. Just stammering and stuttering. <clears throat> okay. And... If that if that's the case, then we're going to call it a close for the show tonight, everybody. Oh, and well, right off the bat, we want to say thank you so much, Felissa, for coming on the show. Mwah. Thank you. So, ch- so check grateful. out Felissa's Thank work. you for having me. 
Oh, well, th- once again, thank you. And we look forward, maybe we'll have you on again here shortly and, uh, you know, not too long from now and when things have kicked off and there's another big freaking rats coming out. Maybe we'll talk to you about big freaking rat after it's come out, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So thank you everybody for tuning in. Check us out on Facebook under the misunderstood art company on YouTube, misunderstood art company. Check out, uh, we're on Patreon. So, you know, uh, open up your hearts and your wallets. We're on all the major uh, platforms for podcasting. We're on Spotify and iTunes and Google play. (laughs) Don't forget to check out Casualty Fridays on the podcast network from Fangoria and everything else, once again, that Felissa is producing, and this is great. And until next time, Josh? You know, Felissa, you you had me at your bird flapping in the summer breeze, and now you reeled me back in with giant freaking rats. I I don't know what to say other than we love you, and we can't wait to see you in more. (laughs) I love you. Thank you so much. And Tim? Stay spooky, everybody. Excellent, excellent. So thank you, everybody. See you next time. Good night. Bye.